Hey guys, this is Jack from AllTheMurrays.com, and with all the injuries this week, I thought it would be a good time to look at Saquon Barkley and his card prices. I actually bought a uh, number 202 rookie card of his right in the early part of September, and my original theory was with the NBA Finals ending and more fantasy football players learning about the card market and starting to get into it, uh, Saquon Barkley would be a good guy to capitalize on his prices going higher. Uh, I thought, you know, if he could just start the season off early with like 25 or 30 fantasy points, that just brings so much more attention to him and prices would climb. And it looked early like they were. It That card I was talking about was selling for $430 to $470 in the middle part of September. And now that same card, I'm watching it go to 250 in auctions. So probably a lot of people like myself, they're sitting on a little bit of a loss here with that card in particular or some of his other cards. So I thought it would be a good point just to talk about three things to consider with his card prices right now. And the very first thing is don't be reactive. Don't feel like you have to panic sell. I know it's gut-wrenching to just hear that he tore his ACL, but when you look back at it down the road, that's normally a lot of uh, reflection on people regretting things. So they go, oh, I shouldn't have sold right away. Um, So that's just something to consider. Anytime something like this happens, it's just the risk of buying a card. And it affects more people who were looking to flip his cards rather than people building up a private collection. But... The first thing I would say is just don't feel like you have to be reactive to the situation. Just go take a walk around the block, uh, be reflective about it. And that kind of leads me to my second point. I really started reflecting on why was I buying his card in the first place? And I mentioned earlier, I thought if he could score a ton of fantasy points in the beginning of the season, his card prices would climb significantly. And that's not going to work out this year because he obviously can't play. And it'll be a little bit of a race to see if he can start next season. So with the time to reflect about that, it kind of led me to two options. I could either sell him now and just use that money to buy into another player or just kind of keep it on the sidelines when I saw something I liked. Uh, Or I could just hold on to it. And I think what I'm going to do is just hold on to it. I think it's going to, it might dip down into the, I hate making a prediction like this, but the low 100 range. And I'm just willing to hold on to it and just kind of see what happens. I'm willing to see if he can come back next year and just kind of what happens. So for me, because there wasn't any player I was rushing to or dying to go out and just buy his cards with this money. Uh, I'm just holding on to it. I'm just going to see what happens next year. Uh, on the flip side, something you could do if you decide to, if you're not selling it right now, uh, you could consider buying more of them. Uh, it, it's risky, uh, but he is only 23, so he has that on his side. He can probably recover a little better than an older back. And there's some uh, interesting research out there about players coming back from ACL injuries. So one thing you could do, you could buy low. Obviously, that's up to you and your 
investing strategies and your financial situation and everything like that. But that's also something to consider if you think people are just overreacting and overselling now. It could be an opportunity to pick up uh, some of his cards on the cheap compared to where they're selling for next season. And finally, I think this also offers a really good lesson on buying the cards of retired players or players who are about to be retired and already in the Hall of Fame. I think it balances out your sports card investing portfolio. If somebody like Tom Brady or Drew Brees gets hurt, we still know that they're going to go into the Hall of Fame. And the year leading up to that, or maybe the months or weeks, those card prices are probably going to increase in value because that's a catalyst for them to go higher. Everybody wants to get in on these two goats going into the Hall of Fame. I think it also brings up a point, though, that you can look at cards of retired players. I shared something on my Instagram post today about Joe Montana card prices. I think it was in June, it might have been July, but in June, one of his rookie cards sold for like $1,900, and uh, just a few days ago, it sold for uh, $2,900. So even these uh, retired players, even though they don't have anything kind of moving their card prices forward, they're obviously not going to win any more Super Bowls or MVP awards or like anything like that, but... If there's a rising market, uh, those prices get helped and there's nostalgia and there's people looking to kind of do what I'm saying is just kind of invest in the goats and it'll balance out any of the active players that you're investing in. So that was just kind of three quick thoughts I had about Barkley and the injuries. Uh, Hopefully something in, in what I was rambling on about will help you with your own sports card investing decisions. And uh, I'll talk to you guys soon.